Welcome to A Journey of Transformation Empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith Jr. Where ideas ignite, change, and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1, The Power Matrix, a master plan for Black group economics with wealth creation, authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr., Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within black communities. In this seminal work, dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity. This isn't just a book. It's a movement. A call to action to create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear. Drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of The Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. This episode is brought to you by Listen to Paul's Impact. Houston's first radio show dedicated to people living with HIV, their friends and family, every Monday from 7.30 to 9.30 Central Standard Time on Real Talk 100 Radio. You can also find us on all social media under Paul's Impact. That's P-O-Z-I-M-P-A-C-T. And if you happen to miss our show, follow and subscribe to our YouTube channel where you can catch the latest episodes of Paul's Impact. Hey everybody, guess what? I'm disrupting the network marketing, or also known as the multi-level marketing industry as well. ATS Network, it is the brand newest multi-level marketing company that's getting so much media attention and breaking records all over the world. Why? I'll give you six reasons why. For one, it's free to join. That's right. If you want to make money with us, you don't have to pay a dime to join us. Number two, there's no auto ship. That means there's nothing that I'm charging you. And there's also no customer volume requirement. That means you don't have to order $199 worth of a product to get this, whatever, right? If you want all your residual income, it costs you nothing 
per month, whether it be auto ship or customer volume requirements for you to get in here. Number three, you don't have to pay monthly for your website. That's right. No $24.95 a month or all this stuff like that. Number four, there's no obligation or any incentive for you to recruit anyone. Now, I probably should have led with that. Let me say that again. I have the only network marketing company in the world in which you don't have to go out and get three to get three, get three, get three, and all that stuff like that. No recruitment whatsoever. Your mom, your grandmother, or the lady next door can do this. Number five, you never have to get promoted or recruit anyone to the to get the highest level of residual income. Since I don't have distributors and since I don't require you to recruit anyone, guess what? The moment you come in, you can get topped level residual income. And finally, you only have to be an active customer to make money with the company. Check out the show notes. It's probably the first link. Antonio T. Smith Jr. If you want to be one of the 100,000 millionaires that I want to create, this is where you should be, ATS Network. Link is in the show notes. Love you. You can plant better. You can dominate. Welcome to the Secret to Success Podcast. My entire goal with this podcast is to give you value. That is it. I'm not interested in you buying from me. If you want to, you can. But that is not the goal. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Stalking Limited Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Uncle AK. And I'm Brief Flex. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, how you feeling, bro? I'm feeling good, man. How you feeling? I'm good, man. Nice sweater. It's Black History Month. Yes, sir. Thank you for checking this podcast out on a weekly basis if you do so. If you are new and you're watching on YouTube, please hit that subscribe button and that ring us so you get updates every week when we drop a new episode. We on Spotify now. Uh, appreciate y'all checking in there. Uh, SoundCloud still up and jumping. And uh, yeah, if you're listening on the drive right now, we thank you for spending this time with us. Got a special guest in the building. I'm looking forward to this one, man. It's just like us fulfilling one of those two, 2019 goals of securing a a, a, a big time interviewee every quarter. <laughs> I'm gonna let you do the honors, man. Introduce who we got in the building, bro. Yeah, in the building today, he's a number one bestseller selling author, business advisor to Le Brown. I might be saying that wrong. Les Brown. Les Brown. Well, you know, Les French. You know, yeah, you know, know anyway, Les Brown. <laughs> a motivational speaker corporate trainer and business mogul please welcome anthony antonio smith jr to stuck in the podcast yeah, man. appreciate you appreciate you man, i don't know every time i see your name man i'm always 
In my head, I'm like Anthony. Anthony. They have to correct, you know. But you go, he goes by Tony though. Yeah, I go by Tony. Oh man, we're going that way. Tony, Tony, yeah, yeah. Anthony, too far. All the way from Texas, man. Just for us. Yeah, man. Yeah, be glad I ain't got my gun because that's what we do in Texas. You know what I'm saying? I want to, I want to break the ice like this, bro. Uh, you said prosperity has language, and most cannot read or speak it by it's choice. Facts. Explain. Facts. Yeah, it's anything that comes out of you is already in you, and losing has a language. Losers do loser stuff, and they they got a lot of time. You know, mm. they got plenty of time for a bunch of BS. Winners do winner stuff, and so anything has a language. But when you when you run around here and you talk about winning things, that has a language. So when you say, "Hey, man, I'm gonna start a business," actually, there was great. What was the the, the podcast with? Or the TV show with Joe Button. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so a man, Soldier Boy, get on there talking about business, mm-hmm. and they ask him, why are you starting so many businesses? That's the that's a language he was spitting, and the folk couldn't hear it mm-hmm. because they so used to being employees and losers. And everyday strugglers. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Man, I, yeah, it makes sense now. Yeah, definitely, man. When, when you start talking about winning stuff, if you're not a winner or if you don't have that, that knowledge or that, that drive to win – Every time you hear me talk, you're gonna get you're gonna get angry, mm. or you're gonna say he he arrogant or something like that because there's a language barrier. Mm-hmm. Man, so we know you from Texas, bro. Yep. Yeah, you just you just you just dropped a heavy load. Let's get to know the know the person first. Born and raised in Texas. Born and raised. Born and raised. <laughs> you been with, to the motherland? Gotta ask. I, I'm on my way. I'm on my way. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll be there in July. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I'll Book be tour. there in July. Yeah, well, it's, I gotta go speak out there, but I've been I've been trying to get there as fast as possible. So now I'm going. I'm on my way. Yeah, yeah. Man, yeah. I'm on my way. Man, let me put it this way, right? Yes, sir. Um, the path to fame, right? It's almost always ignored. You know, when people like when people see fame, they don't really think about. How you got there? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. They're, like everybody just jump into, oh yeah, man, he's a billionaire. You know what I mean, and all the craziness that comes with it. But your childhood, you know, growing up, coming to this fame, you know, there was a lot of um, homelessness, um, brokenness, like you said, abandonment. You know, speak on that. Yeah, actually, it's the greatest thing that I don't ever want to go through again. Oh, it, it was terrible. It was absolutely terrible. And in that terribleness is exactly what made me strive for money. I never had it. Never ever had it. And now I try not to ever ever lose it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 definitely. And but what it does is it makes me legacy focused. I have one rule in my well, I got two rules in my organization because I hate rules. The number one rule I have is no one suffers alone. So when I was sleeping in that trash can homeless, everybody forgot about me. And so I had to suffer alone my entire life. So now as an adult with my own economy and, and all these people working for me, I make sure that nobody has to go through what I went through. Mm. How, how, what brought you through to, to that, though, if you can speak on his family or? What, what brought me out of the homelessness? No, not or? into there. Oh, family, yeah. My mom and dad tripped out on some crack cocaine. You know how it is. You got, you know, 1981, I was born, 1985, crack come through the hood. Mm-hmm. It's easier to get than bottle water. As a matter mm-hmm. of fact, back then, you ain't want no bottle of water. That was white folk stuff. You know, we we it was easy to get crack. Easy. And by eighty six, I'm five. They can't legally keep me, can't physically keep me. So the state come through and do all that stuff and they put me in foster care. But I hated that because they what they do is they cut the 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 AC down to like forty degrees and make ah. you sleep. Oh, it's crazy, man. Because once it's real cold you stay in the bed longer. So I hated that, so I ran away. And 
then that's why I kind of get like Jay Z a little bit. I start pushing packages <laughs> <laughs> before I got my head on straight. So I'm pushing packages to eat and stuff like that. And I've been taking care of myself since I was six. I started my first legal business at 12. And 14, I had a recording label. 16, I was six figures. Easy. Man. How, speak on that. Yeah. Was, I know it wasn't easy. Oh, yeah. It wasn't easy. So to get out of the home, the foster care, you had to run away literally. Uh, yeah, 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 I ran away. I got the jail record to prove it because in Texas they got truancy. Mm-hmm. So when you run away, yeah. they arrest you for that crap. You yeah. know, they, when you don't show up to school, they arrest you for that too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But here's what happened, man. I, I figured out Office Depot had these CDs. You know, mm-hmm. Back yeah, when you burned the CDs. Yeah, yeah. They, you know, they put a 100-pack on sale for uh, for like $9. And I'm like, man, I know I could do something with that. So what <laughs> I did was I bought a 100-pack. And one by one, I'm not even joking, I had to live one CD player burner, and it would take like 18 minutes per CD. And one by one, I printed 8,000 of them just over and over and over. And I went stood outside of Walmart. And in Galveston, it's a small city. And in Walmart, you can get like 3,000 people through each door in an hour. Man, yeah. I pushed 8,000 albums in one hour. And I was selling them for five dollars. Well, I was selling them for ten dollars, but there wouldn't nobody buy them at ten. So I dropped the price no to five. Tags. Let me just keep it real. No. Oh yeah, no tax. No, yeah, yeah. yeah, I was just out there selling for five at first. You know, I had big dreams. Thought you were gonna buy that ten. They wouldn't buy no bird CD with no permanent mark on it at no ten dollars. So they got them at five. And then people was giving me twenty and thirty, telling my man I respect the hustle. I moved eight thousand CDs. Five dollars a piece. That's like forty thousand right there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, I gotta go do this again. And I did it again. And after that, I had like twenty five people working for me. Right after that, I did it three days in a row. Didn't stop. Man, that's, that's crazy. crazy. That's that hustle mentality. <laughs> that's crazy, man. That's that hustle. <laughs> yeah. Fast forward to now. Yep. You're an entrepreneur, motivational yep. speaker. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I don't want to get too ahead of myself, but you, you see, in your book, keep walking. How I got worked through my logic. You reveal some, you know, like some of this painful stuff, heartbreaking yeah. stuff. For people who haven't read that number one book, who definitely should. Um, how did you come to be the person that you are right? I mean, right now from the situation. I know you know you had that hustler's mentality, but you know, what I'm saying there was some struggles still through there. Yeah. Yeah, it was some struggles, but the the real answer to how I became who I who I am now is. It's actually unfair to a lot of people. I didn't have parents, and that's actually the greatest thing that ever happened to me because I didn't have nobody pushing low self-esteem on me. You know, I didn't have nobody pushing me to take money to make money. Or if you if you want to achieve like white folks, you got to work twice as hard as them, right? I didn't have nobody pushing that on me. So in my head, it was eat or die. And you can't beat a man when it's eat or die. You just can't because at the end of the day, I still act like that. It's eat or die. When I wake up, I got to eat. I got to get the money. I'm a lion in the jungle. The gazelle got to die. So one of them got to go down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like just, what a homo was talking about last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. One of them got to go down. So when you think about it, man, I didn't have when most of our low self-esteem or most of our issues come from our parents. Not Not on purpose. They just teach us what they learned by accident. I ain't had that problem. So I never worried. I was never raised in a world of rules. So I never followed them. Whenever you follow rules, you follow your oppressor by accident. Your rules are written by winners enforced by winners to uphold your poverty condition. Mm -hmm. So I never followed them. So I was never actually in poverty. I was just born in it. Let me ask you this then. Sure. I mean, 
you cannot. I mean, we all cannot sit and believe that that is gonna apply to everybody. That's gonna what would they apply to everybody? I don't know why. Let me tell you something. If you follow rules, now there's a time and place to follow rules. Let's just logically break it down for mm-hmm. a second. If I'm winning and I'm selfish, which that's probably going to happen, I'm going to write a law to protect my winning because I don't want to work hard no more. Mm-hmm. So now that I got it, I'm going to write you out of it. Mm-hmm. If the tree is, if the orange tree is mine, which grows for free, but now I'm telling you, well, I don't want all of y'all who don't look like me to get to the orange tree. So now I'm going to write a rule that says, well, you can't go to orange tree. Then I make up another fake rule that says I'll throw you in this jail for stealing something that's automatically free, especially in the motherland. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So when I tell my kids, I got, a, I got two boys, 10 and 6. When I tell them go to sleep, that don't mean I'm going to sleep. That means I'm upholding their poverty condition <laughs> by going to sleep. <laughs> you understand? So when you set a rule... You have no intentions on enforcing it. And it's the most powerful thing I could possibly tell you because poverty has rules. And if you are in those rules, you are automatically in poverty because if you follow them, it's over. I want yeah. I want to ask you a typical stuck in middle question. Sure. You know, where we, we grew up, you know, and one of the reasons why this podcast is even birth is, you know, growing up from where we come from, you are uh, I wanna say limited to being a doctor, engineer, lawyer, or you're a disgrace to the family. And you having a, two boys, 10 and 6, do you give them then that freedom, having known what you've gone through, to say, hey, you can be able to do whatever you want to do. I don't care. Two things that you just said that I love. I love the question, but I love how you said limited to being an engineer, a doctor, or a lawyer. That's insanely limited, and I love that because that's some pretty big limits, though, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's good. But I love how woke you are because what we perceive to be good is a limitation, though. Because you could be, you don't have to be a doctor working for somebody. You, you can do whatever, or you can just own the the land that the doctor is doing on. Right? You ain't got to do nothing. Just own the land that he renting out every month. My boys can do whatever they want to be. They ain't got rules either. They got a few of them that I forced them to follow. Businesslicenses.com has been simplifying the complex world of governmental business license compliance since 2004. They have helped hundreds of thousands of companies of all sizes, from the Cheesecake Factory to your neighborhood deli, and from the H&R Block to your local tax preparer. Business licenses are essential to everyday business. Many people don't realize that business license non-compliance can trip up startups. Heck, they even trip up running businesses. All over the country, you can find cases of businesses getting shut down, fined, and even business owners going to jail for not having all the business licenses and permits they need. License requirements are imposed by various departments on the federal, state, county, and city levels. Finding out what you need from each governmental office takes a lot of time and you'll never know anything for certain. Good luck if you want to personally dig through all of the ordinances and codes to figure out which business license and permits you might need. It takes forever, costs you a ton of energy, and creates too much confusion. Businesslicenses.com offers a number of solutions. At a minimum, you can get their business license compliance package, and this is how it works. You answer a few questions, and within minutes, you receive a clear, concise summary of all of the business licenses and permits your business requires. Even greater is the fact that you'll get actual license applications, instructions, contact info, fees you need to pay, etc. In other words, you'll know what you need to get your business license and permits. 
As business owners, we are super busy to handle this ourselves. And who isn't? Businesslicense.com has an even better solution. They offer the business license professional help for a reasonable price. They have a staff of business license experts who go through all of the specific licenses that you're required to obtain, prepare the applications on your behalf, and apply on your behalf where the licensing authority allows it. If the licensing authority requires you to send it in yourself, businesslicenses.com returns the prepared applications to you, signature ready, so that all you have to do is simply sign, date, and drop in the box. You'd be amazed at how many businesses have been helped by businesslicenses.com. They've assisted over 500,000 small businesses over the past two decades. They cover every jurisdiction in America, and they handle business licenses and permits for every industry. I'm on the website right now. It's a pretty easy website to follow. On the right-hand side, you'll see, if you're on a computer on the right-hand side, you'll see, let's get started. You're going to enter your city and your state, your industry. You get your license. You get the information you need to get your license. If you're on the cell phone, it's actually pretty easy as well. I got four simple steps. You tell them what business where your business is located. Step two, you tell them your business activities. Step three, their research, uh, they will search for your business license. And step four is, you know, it's time to go get your license. It's pretty good. I've had a wonderful time navigating to the website. I've already recommended it to a few of my friends. Uh, I, I believe in business licenses. And all of you, uh, listen to what Deanna's got to say because she broke it down and she was helping some folk earlier today. Go to businesslicenses.com slash success right now and get started. As a matter of fact, for many business owners, there's an option to get the first deliverable, a detailed package of all their business license requirements for free. If they're willing to talk with our partner, Bank of America, about their business checking requirements. Again, that's businesslicenses.com slash success to get started today. Like eat. That kind of makes sense. You understand what I'm saying? Like they got to eat because that just makes sense. They got to live. Other than that, right now, I homeschool them because me and my wokeness, I don't, I don't, man, I don't be too real on y'all podcast. Talk, talk, man. That's why you're here, man. Well, I don't, I don't really too much let my oppressor handle my kids. You know what I'm saying? So I homeschool my kids. Mm-hmm. I, I, I homeschool them. And they want to do video games. And that's what I got them doing. So right now, by the end of this year, I'm paying I'm paying a math teacher right now $809 a month to teach my 10-year-old, my 6-year-old math all the way to 12th grade. So after this year, all they're going to do is focus on playing video games and designing them and computer programming the video games. That's it because that's what they want to do. So to answer your question is, yeah, I let them do whatever they want. They say they want to play video games. They like Fortnite. They ain't got to learn how to build it. Yeah. So at what point, I mean, I'm just, nah, yeah. at some point I feel like being that the 6 and 10, at some point I feel like they're going to grow to learn other things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they might not be interested in video games no more. Yep. At that time, then what? Then we let them do what they want to do. As long as that, it's bringing that back. Well, they understand consequences because every Everything that you do is those no matter what. Now I have protection set in place to where they, they gotta fall. I make them beat their head up and fall. But I also have this safety net so they can't fall too far. You understand what I'm saying? But they gotta they gotta get hit, get their feelings hurt and cry. Mm-hmm. 
But at the same time, we're not finna go homeless and be in no, you know, no trash can either at the same time. But yeah, man, great question. Whatever they figure out, whatever they want to do, they're going to do. What they can't do, one of those rules, but I told them what they can't do is go get a job. That's what I told them. Now, I said the only way they're going to get a job is if they're doing market research to create their own economy. That's why my kids are raised. They understand that if you want to be rich, don't get a job. And if they go get one, it's only market research to create whatever it is they're trying to create so they can get out of that. But they aspire to be, you know, an informed entrepreneur. Uh, is entrepreneurship everything that it's glamorized to be? <laughs> no, not at all. It is, it is only, it, entrepreneurship is what rap was in the 90s now, right? Everybody, everybody was a rapper in the 90s. Everybody's an entrepreneur today. That is pretty much that, mm -hmm. that's what it is. But it's not. In order to be a, all of you, I'm going to side with Gary Vee on this one, and I'm going to be in the minority report, Gary Vaynerchuk. Um, probably only me and him would say, everybody shouldn't be an entrepreneur. It's not something that you can learn. I, I'm, just, I'm just against that. It is. I don't mean to be against anything, but it's just not something I side with. You can't learn entrepreneurship. There's some skills. Here's my number one rule for entrepreneurship. You got to take a massive amount of pain. And if you can't take pain, you can't be an entrepreneur. Because if people say they're going to be with you, they're not. The money you thought was coming, it's not. Yep. The podcast followers you thought were going to show up, they won't. And you're going to have to get out there. You're going to have to tweet when you don't want to tweet. Use hashtags when you didn't even think about it. <laughs> you know, interact on comments. You don't feel like commenting yep. on and all that stuff because that's pain. It's painful when you do your best and you got the studio lights up like I see right now. And you streaming and folks ain't following. Then you go, all right, then. You got two years in. Mm -hmm. Now, two years later, you're still doing it because y'all took some pain. There's no way you didn't. There's no way you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's why I, that's why earlier I mentioned was it for everybody? Oh, and I forget exactly what we we're talking about. Oh, I was talking about rules at the time. Rules. Yeah, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah, I guess, yeah. Yeah. That, that, yeah. That's that fine yeah. line between those who want it yeah. really bad and those who don't. Yeah, yeah. So, so not yeah. hearing it that way, yeah, definitely it's not for everybody. The rule following the rules part, yeah, don't don't do that. That's that's your reflection for everybody. Yes, you real talking on that, yeah. Man, what does it take to be a motivational speaker? I am going to be so get throw, darts thrown at me on this one. I don't like motivational speakers. I don't. I don't. No, that, I'm classified as one, but I'm not. And I make a whole lot of money for one. But the truth is, man, F all that motivation. <laughs> <laughs> like, give me the tools, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, real talk. Like, where's the tools? Because this motive, like, we, we, mm. see, y'all, I was listening to y'all podcast on the way here. Y'all keep it real. So I'm trying to keep it too real. But that's the problem with us. We got too much motivation. If I got to motivate you, you in the wrong department. You in the wrong job. You don't need no motivation. You need transformation. You need these tools. Don't motivate me. Don't, listen, you don't don't be on this podcast getting motivated, man. Get some of these tools that they putting out every episode, every episode. So what it take for a motivation speaker? A bunch of BS. You can run your mouth, and you can you got a little charisma. If you dark skinned with a beard, or if you white with a five o'clock shadow, you can be a motivational speaker. You understand what I'm saying? You just can. <laughs> you can. You just absolutely can. And it's not it's not appropriate. What is appropriate is you take that crap out of motivation. You actually be practical and you give people some steps and tools that they need. Mm -hmm. That's what we're doing, Stuck in Media Podcast. Yeah. Right <laughs> Where will people be, though? Where will people be if they're actually committed to them? <laughs> Man, first off, we wouldn't even charge nobody for nothing. If people <laughs> actually committed to being themselves, mm -hmm. capitalism wouldn't even exist. 
and I am I am a major capitalist. Like I'm not Democrat, I'm not Republican, because I'm not gonna let you tell me to choose between two forms of control, right? I'm just not gonna let you do that. I'm a capitalist. Since you set the system up that way, then I'm gonna manipulate. Well, I'm gonna leverage the system for my people. This is what I do, straight up, period, point blank. That being said, if everyone was to commit to themselves, we wouldn't even charge for nothing. Wouldn't have to, because everything would be a masterpiece. And when everything is a masterpiece and when everyone is living in their lane and absolutely happy with their genius level talent and their life, then you ain't mad at nobody else. You can't love everything about your life and then still be upset with what's going on over here. Mm -hmm. So period, point blank, if everyone was to commit to themselves, we would have a whole different system. We'd be bartering a trade. The Mona Lisa would have been traded for Facebook or something. You mm. know what I'm saying? Like whatever masterpiece here would have been traded for the masterpiece over there. Money wouldn't even be an object. The real question really is, do most people know what being in a capitalist society mean? Absolutely not. Because because you're <laughs> you're being leveraged. <laughs> of course you don't. <laughs> like you don't. You, you, you absolutely don't. At the heart of capitalism, the good way capitalism was supposed to be was how fast can I get money from Nairobi, Kenya to Paris, Texas and nanoseconds is what I want to do. That's capitalism. What we've done with it is the rich get richer, the poor get poor. And you know, Here's the best form of capitalism that I can I can give to anyone that will be listening on your show right now. Just think of a 300-unit apartment complex. If you are paying rent, you are being leveraged by capitalism. If you the dude that's getting 300 people to write you a rent check, you are using capitalism correctly. That's the greatest illustration I can give to someone who just doesn't understand capitalism. That's like the saying, um, <clears throat> you got to let money work for you, not the other way around. That's that's a universal law. They've been doing that since the Babylonian period. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like they've been, you, they, you're yeah. actually the author of so, uh, so Happy and Grateful, the Universal Laws of Happiness, and you. Speak a little bit about that. There's well, a book right here. Well, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm <laughs> you know saying? saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cleverly product placed <laughs> right. the whole time. Yeah, Perfectly this is, questioned. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> Man, it, for me, for far as I was saying, it's, it's my it's my first real book. I got I got four bestsellers, and none of them have been real books to me. Now I gave my best effort, but the reason I'm not saying real because Keep Walking was about my my story that wasn't too hard, right? And then another one was a commentary that went and straight to colleges. That's because I paid for some degrees and I kind of used that too. This ain't got nothing to do with me. This just was straight up about happiness, universal, eight universal laws, plus I added an extra three, so it's 11 of them in a massive research. Then I had to dumb all that research down for, I don't want to say the average person, but before it to be palatable without you going to sleep, you understand mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And it's, it's, it's a masterpiece, man. It's something that I've done, and right now it's tearing up Amazon and worldwide right now. Yeah. Took so you four ready. years, you said? Five four years. years. Took me four years to write that book because when you write about happiness, everyone's going to have an opinion. So I was ready for that immediately. Mm -hmm. And then I was understanding my platform and how quickly it was rising. And now everyone's going to have an opinion even more because mm -hmm. at the <clears throat> opportunity for you to rise also comes the equal opportunity to hate your rise. So I was also understanding that 
as my platform was growing, it's going to be a lot of haters just looking just to disagree anyway. Yeah. So I had to come up with opposing viewpoints and opposition and then the truth and then science and psychology just to say one sentence just to prove something. So, yeah, that's why it was, took so long to write. And you, had to, you had to prove to belong. But yeah. you tweeted this. I am an, um, I am an entrepreneur slash artist. If you don't buy for me for full price, at full price, or if you don't buy for me at all, we're not friends. At all. Even if you are my family or married into it. At hashtag all. Facts. <laughs> yeah, that has yeah. Hashtag facts. Real talk. Yeah, man. You do some great research over there, man. Yeah. No, we, we don't play right here, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I meant that. I meant that because today... I'm, I've got a master's degree. I mean, all this stuff I'm about to say is a bunch of trash, right? It, it is It is one of those doodads. Some of it cost me money. Some of it didn't. But it's stuff that don't really, really make you a person. It's just stuff that people like to talk about. Mm -hmm. Master's degree, best-selling author. I employ 54 people across nine continents. No, I'm just joking. Ain't no nine continents. <laughs> across six of them, right? I, all those things and a whole bunch of slew of other stuff. And then I still got family that never, ever, ever bought one of my books ever friends that never bought a book and they call themselves family or friends you will know you're not you're not because when you support someone the way to tangibly support someone in the 21st century is money and if you ain't doing that we ain't friends mm. And if, what about, you, if it ain't money, you got to show up with attendance. What about moral hey, support? I, I agree with that. More support is attendance. It's attendance equivalent to retweets. That's it. It's attendance equivalent to what? Retweets. Retweets. And repost. I repost yeah, book. Yeah, I'm with that. I'm with that. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Because social media has changed and stuff. Yeah. Definitely got to retweet. But, you know, some of the folk will be like, I don't want that on my timeline. Mm -hmm. I'm not having flex on my timeline. See, I never understood stuff. that thing, man. I mean, like, it's just there. Like, it's not, it doesn't change who you are. Man. Like, it's not like putting on a piece of clothing, you know? Yeah, no, you're right, man. I'm not, I'm not sure of the answer to that. I think here's the best one I can come up with. It's probably not accurate, but it's just through my experience. People can only support what they can afford to support. Mm -hmm. And if they can't afford to support you, they won't. And I don't mean money. If, Retweeting you makes you better than me. I can't afford that, mm -hmm. so I'm not gonna do it. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I'm just not gonna do it. If me telling people about stuck in the middle podcast is gonna make, especially if we brothers, same family, and now I'm the older brother, but now I'm supporting you, and I ain't doing nothing with my life, but now I'm making you the older brother in accomplishments. I'm not gonna do that. We fit the beef, or I'm just fit to unfollow you from social media. That's some dumb shit. <laughs> <laughs> but it's facts, though. Dumb as hell. This man speaking that Texas to Y'all put fitting in the dictionary. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, we got, you know, that's say, a real word in Texas. <laughs> I'm hip. I said, y'all put in the dictionary, but, you know, getting to know you a little bit more. 2019 official member of Forbes Coaches Council. That's yeah, a big deal. I didn't, I didn't. I didn't see that one coming. I, what does that entail? Oh, shucks, man. <laughs> so much. Discounts on flights. is a bunch of incredible stuff. And you know you know what was sweet about that is, you know, you got haters out there, right? Mm -hmm. And Forbes has to verify who you are or what you claim before you get on. And what it did is it silenced a bunch of haters. Cause you you got you know folk when you when you when you're a millionaire they want you to 
you know, let me just talk about my people for a second. You know, right? they want they want you to have it on your fingers and your necklace and stuff, but that's not smart because the moment you spend it, you ain't got it no more. And so it did it. It shut up a whole lot, a whole lot of people, and it, it it was pretty good. It was pretty good, but they come with a lot of benefits, man. And, and even get the right for Forbes. Well, that, that's cool too. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. dope. Yeah. yeah. What's the most expensive thing you own? Man, that's a great question. <laughs> that is a great question. And I'm a minimalist, be honest with you. The yeah, most, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm a minimalist. I, I really am. The most expensive thing I own is probably, if you take it out of a car, that jacket over there, man. That jacket was $800. Man. Yeah, it's an overcoat jacket. And it's, it's, I remember when I got it. I, I was at, I think it was like Berlin and Coat Factory. I'm not even sure if that's worldwide or something. And it was sitting there. And it was it was just Tommy Hill figure out all that stuff, and I'm like I'm not finna buy that jacket, and then it hit in my head, man. Forget that poverty thinking, get that damn jacket. <laughs> right? And so I did, I did. I remember saying, whoa, I just paid eight hundred dollars for a jacket. So that's got to be the most expensive thing. Oh no, nah, I'm tripping. My suits, all my suits are tailor made. You going so to speak now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to have that Steve Harvey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All my suits. When you see say. me in a suit, they normally about three thousand dollars and up because I get them from Joseph A. a of Joseph F. Banks, and then they get tailored and all that stuff. You know, mm-hmm. ain't nothing there less than yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, earlier you were talking about the numbers. You know how people want instant gratification and all that stuff, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So, um, in our generation right now, we have a lot of creatives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it really it really skyrocketed in this past few years. Yeah. And a lot of people are trying to make profits from what they do. Mm-hmm. You know, and because they don't see that instantly, they get frustrated. Some of them drop out and all whatnot. Just help us, you know, tell the listeners a little bit about, you know, things they could do to, you know, raise profits, profit followers and all and all that stuff. I have five things I'm gonna tell you. The first thing you gotta do is you gotta get attention as fast as possible. As much and you gotta now you gotta be careful with this because your parents and your friends have told you stop showing off. That's why you broke. You, you got to get attention because money 100% of the time follows attention, especially in today's social media driven world. You got to get attention, whether you be whether you use your face or your name or your body. Those are the three things you got on a platform that you can use face, name or body. Don't get it twisted. People are going to see Idris Elba because he fine. You understand what I'm saying? Then they say, oh, he's a great actor. Yeah, yeah, he's a great actor now because you watch Matt. <laughs> but it was that chocolate that brought you to the movies. You understand what I'm saying? The, the movie Aquaman just came out. If that dude wasn't sexy, right? You understand what I'm saying? The people, it would be the number one movie in America, at least according to the date. That's time shooting this podcast. So get attention first. Here's the next four things in this order. Once you get attention, what you need to do next is you need to find your congregation. Now, what's a congregation? A bunch of people got nothing in common that then find something in common on a set of ideas and beliefs. Now that you've found your congregation, who is your congregation for this book? Who's your congregation for Stuck in the Middle podcast? They black, white, Jew, Gentile. Is it black, black Israelites? Is it, they woke with well, your whole audience is woke, right? So once you get that, once you find your congregation, now this is where it gets real fun to do. Follow their, atten- or follow their attention. So you find out where they congregate now because the best thing about a congregation is they freely donate to whatever they believe in mm-hmm. right like that's what a congregation does they donate so now that they donate follow their attention what do the people that are stuck in the middle of the podcast paying attention to that's not stuck in the middle find out what they pay attention to then jump in front of that attention 
And once you jump in front of that attention, you need to have a product to either sell them what they want or fix what they're complaining about. And that's the four things, well, five things. Get attention, find your congregation, follow attention, jump in front of that attention, and then ask for the damn sale. Damn. Hey, right Are you taking notes? Man, <laughs> <laughs> another thing, another thing most people um, find it hard to actually start their ventures is finances. Right. You know, because of finances, you know, I cannot, you know, start that. Yeah. How can people go around that? Is, is there a way to go around it? Yeah, there is a way to go around it, but it's not the traditional answer. First off, that I ain't got no finances thing, that's wrong because you don't need money. You can use other people's money. You can use other people's credit, but finances is not your problem. Your awareness is. You only make what you are aware to make. I just watched, if, as, as of the date of this recording, I watched Grant Cardone post on Facebook. He raised $15 million from the stage. F- from the stage yesterday, right? So he raised $15 million. Now check this out. I'm pretty good at math. $15 million, 90 minutes. Break that down to each minute. That means he made one hundred and sixty-six thousand six hundred and sixty-six thousand dollars and sixty-seven cents per second. This man's awareness can get him one hundred and sixty-six thousand dollars per second. Floyd Mayweather can't read, but his awareness has him making so much money in an, in a fight. For 30, no, I think 30 minutes, right? 28 minutes. Yeah, yeah, 28 <laughs> minutes. A fight that makes him $85 million. So it's not about money, it's your awareness. When you, when you get down to the, the brass tax of why you're not making money in your business, it's your awareness. Now, here's how you fix it. Read a book. Act stuck in the middle podcast host, right? You got you to gotta go outside your consciousness to find someone else who has it. And then from there, you'll get the answer and money won't be a problem. Hey man, listen. First of all, thank you for all the shout outs while you speaking. <laughs> yeah. But while we on finances, how the heck you come to be Les Brown's financial advisor? Winning. Winning. <laughs> Straight up winning. Here's exactly what happened. I was already out there doing my thing. I was start I had this online community with like forty five people in it and they was paying I don't know. I don't I forget what they was paying, but anyway they was paying. The point is they was paying. And then one of his founding members of his institute Say, hey, man, you're doing your thing. You ought to come hook up with Les Brown. I'm like, hey, I know that dude. He's pretty hot on YouTube, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't really know. I haven't followed him since the 70s. I ain't that old, right? And then I'm, I'm not really, again, I'm not really stuck on motivation like that. I'm stuck on practicality. Grant, I mean, Grant Cardone and Gary Vee fit more with me than Les Brown does. Now, he's, he's a big, soft teddy bear, and he's awesome. Then, so I get in there, and then they start having some issues that I can fix, so I don't say nothing, but finally I go, hey, you know, you know, you should do this, do this, do that. And it's like, really? I was like, yeah, yeah, you should do that. And then they tried it and it worked like a charm and made like a couple of hundred thousand dollars. And I was like, all right, you should do this too. Really? Yeah, yeah, you should do that. You should do that. I did it again. They're like, who the hell are you? And I was like, oh, well, I, you know, first off, you know what I'm saying? I paid when I joined, because you got to pay to join. I brought me and my whole team in. So I spent in the almost... I spent a lot of money. Yeah, I'm trying to put this business out there. I spent a lot of money, you know, to bring them in upwards five figures, and they didn't even notice, right? They didn't even notice that just cap spending all this money. And then after that, Les Brown ain't stupid, right? He was like, hey, man, who the hell is this guy? You know, hey, bring him on. 
and his daughter actually gets the most credit. Actually, this book is dedicated to her. So happy and grateful, by the way, right? It's mm-hmm. dedicated to her. Serena Brown Travis was the first one to notice me, hooked me up with her dad. I solved a lot of problems, and her dad was like, hey, make me some money. I was like, cool, I got you. So I have How's the relationship? Man, can I keep this book, though? <laughs> <laughs> Sign yeah, yeah, I know, right? This is the only, only copy I got right now, right? Man, you're but leaving I'm, it here. I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> what was that, Jack? How's the, how's the relationship with you and Liz Brown? Man, it's, it's, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. He know I'm coming for a spot. Cause that's right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. It's real talk. He knows it. He knows I'm coming for a spot. He he he's a good guy. I've, I've got no issue with him. I make him a lot of money, and I represent him everywhere I go. I, I do my very best to to make sure that people know that I have a very favorable opinion of him. Mm. You know, no hate whatsoever. Because without him, I wouldn't know how to tell my story in three minutes. And just being next to him raised my platform by at least fifty percent. So I can't be nothing but grateful. And even if I wasn't, you ain't gonna never get me to tat out a black man. So there it is right there, right? Yeah. <laughs> man, he said um some four things that, you know, Les Brown taught you was yeah. um being an introvert. Oh, you're an introvert. Yeah. You know, absolutely. He, he taught you how to, you know, be an extrovert, I guess, to make more. Um he taught you how to tell your story. Yeah. He made you a millionaire and the first family of motivation. Not sure what it is, but break that down for us. Yeah. I never really, I, I, ne- I never really processed a bunch of black people owning a speaking company that white people flock to. That mm. was not in my awareness, but that's what it is. Right? Let's let me tell you Les Brown's greatest achievement. I don't know if he'll tell you this, but I'm gonna tell you this because I process information a little differently. He ain't in real estate like me. He's not flipping his kids and video games and I got stocks and all sorts of stuff. Like motivation of speaking is lead generation for me to put into my other businesses for him. That's all it is. And this man became a millionaire through the seventies and now from just running his mouth, that's it. All he got is speaking and he's one of the greatest to ever do it. And we'll go down and be buried as a legend. That is incredible. Especially when you remember that this man is in America, and he's dark as me, you know, mm-hmm. and talking to and his customer base look like the pages on this book. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so when you think about that, it's incredible. It absolutely is, is, and he does it with his whole family, at least at least a big chunk of them. And come on, man, how can you hate that? So that's that's why I, that that's why I always shout out the first family of motivation. Man, you 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 setting it up for the, you know the next question. Let's talk to Tony the the entrepreneur a little bit more. You know how. You own the most successful company, tech company, yeah. in Southern Texas, ATC Junior Companies. What's that about? All right, so that's two different companies. So the tech company, I just got trademarked, so I'll talk about it now. It's what I, I revolutionized how I revolutionized how education works, and I'm about to go after traditional higher education. All, all you people in power, listen to me. I'm coming. I'm just telling you that the camera. I'm coming. I'm coming for you. I'm sorry. It just is what it is. That's how I operate. I tried to work with you. You ain't want to work with me. So now you're my customer. <laughs> it is what it is. The ATSJR companies, same thing. Well, I'm a disruptive person. I like to disrupt industries. Yeah, peep. So I'm, yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I dis, I'm disrupting the speaking industry. And now what I'm doing is inside my ATSJR companies, it's just my initials, right? Antonio Theodore Smith Jr. It's just my initials. I'm not that clever. 
But what I did was I've been teaching people how to become millionaires. Now I've monetized it. It's about to be breaking news. I'm probably going to lunch it about. Well, it's already lunch, but I'm probably going to make an announcement. You're stuck in a minute, man. Drop that thing. Oh, well, here it is. <laughs> this, is this is what I did. This is the first. You hear it here first. I flipped my education. I dropped all the price. And now just learning from me, I pay you to do so. What I did was I flipped the script. I borrowed from multi-level marketing. It's not multi-level market, but I borrowed from it. And I said, what would happen if 97% of the people follow me can become millionaires? And I asked myself that question every day for a year until the answer finally came to me three months ago. And now I developed a system to if you follow me, then if you join my business university, since I'm already spending money, that money's coming back to you. And the system is leveraged. So now I'm on a path to create 100,000 millionaires by July 20th, 2020. And I'm this close. So wait, time out. <laughs> Let's go back. So you create the system where you educate people to be millionaires and you pay them for that? That's right. How? Now, yeah. Basically, so now am I teaching you how to be a millionaire through business, sales, and marketing, and I got six other personal development programs in there because you can't make money without awareness. It just mm -hmm. is what it is. Mm -hmm. Then I flipped it since it cost to get in, and the cost I got the cost very low now. Cost used to, it used to be twenty thousand dollars. Okay, it's it's the price may change, but right now it's two thousand five hundred dollars. You know what I'm saying? Right now, but it, it may change. I may I may come down even some more because I want it to be as affordable as possible. And what I'm doing now is every time somebody join in, boom, I put that money back on the people, not me. It's group economics. It's the one thing that we need to do more and the one thing that had us kings and queens in Africa. Are mm. you telling people to switch up their Netflix for this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And think about the power of this because the classes, now, what's not going to change is the classes, they, they grow every week, their live trainings, and then you can, you, can record, you can keep them so it's streaming. I basically created my own TV network. Mm -hmm. And this, this particular echelon of TV network it's all about millionaire training. It's $19.99 a month. Now, that's not changing. $19.99 a month. And you get taught business, sales, and marketing training, and it's, beautiful. it's, a, it's a beautiful thing. Now, if Netflix became a $25 billion company off of $8.99 a month, what you think is about to happen off $19.99 a month? It's crazy, man. It's crazy. So pretty much you're saying that instead of me sitting there watching um, you or Gone or Far Too Close or Far Too Near, whichever, I should be watching. Yes, how you need to make how money. I need to make yes, money. yes, yes, definitely. You need to stop stop stimulating Netflix. Account. Well, I ain't, I ain't trying to hate on Netflix. Netflix, mm -hmm. do your thing. I ain't mad at you because I even I got a Netflix account. But when you're not looking at Netflix, come on over to ATS Business University and learn how to do business at a high level, how to do marketing at a high level, how to do sales at a high level every single week, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays. And if you just so happen to be in a different country and you miss it or you're at work, worry not because all of it's recorded so you can stream later. Mm. What's the difference between ATS, um, ATS companies and um, Plant Better University? My man. <laughs> <laughs> Plant Better University is inside of ATS companies, but what I've done with that is on my dream wall, I got Oprah on there and because I want to have my own own network. And that's the Plant Better University is the beginning of that. 
what I realized, because I always try to put myself out of business, I create something, and then I ask, all right, how is, how is, how is Flex going to put me out of business? Because he coming for me, right? Mm-hmm. And now that I know he coming for me, I put him out of business by putting what you was going to think of in myself, playing by the university is that. Instead of paying, like it costs six figures for me to be your one-on-one coach. Since everybody can't afford that, no problem. For eight ninety-nine a month, I record 50 different videos of coaching, self-development, personal development, all that stuff, me and my team, and you can access it for eight ninety-nine a month. So wait, hold up. Let me get this again. You create something, and then you create a counter for it. God, so pretty right. much both of them just clashing. You understand. Jesus. All right. All right. All right. What are your struggles? You know what I mean? Like everything, you know, is good. What are your struggles? How do you come up with that? I, I struggle with Reese's peanut butter cups. These George is <laughs> devil. You know what I'm saying? Real talk. I, I got to get rid of them. I just, dropped, I just dropped 15 pounds. They be killing my stomach image, man. It's ridiculous. <laughs> right? It, I also struggle. I struggle with with staying humble right so i gotta do that every day i have to i have to i have i've had to adopt some beliefs lately that are not popular but they are facts or at least in my head they're facts for me we're all connected and we're all god or whatever you would call god right Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter let's just say source for conversation so you god you're god the people off camera they god i'm god and I don't get to mistreat God. You feel me? And I don't get to upsell God. I hate being upsell. So when I tell you this is the price, that's the, that's the full price. You're going to pay full price, but I'm not going to upsell you. My job is to treat God correctly at all times. And that belief system keeps me humble because how dare I think I'm better than you when you exactly like me, right? So that's right. that's my biggest struggle, coming from the hood, getting everything, and reminding myself I'm not sh- <laughs> Let's just call it people created in God's image, and yeah. you know it's the same thing. Yeah, it's the same thing, man. Right? But you got to remember, right? Well, we we put that as a Bible scripture, and it's just you know something that's old. But now it's a living thing, man. I don't get to disrespect you because because you got and and that that keeps me humble. Man, I got two final questions. Sure, man. <clears throat> and this one goes all the way back to the homeschooling thing. You know, what I mean, like I'm just trying to understand. <laughs> I'm trying to understand. So, being that you know you homeschool your kids. And, um, like, kids, you have to, you know, expose them to the world. You know, get, like, let them play with other kids. Let them interact with other kids. Study what other kids to study so they can see the struggles in the world. You homeschooling your kid, do you think you are a great advantage for that? Or a less advantage? And just in, in, in terms of nice. educating them to, you know, Not see what yet. the real world is about. That's a fan. Well, that second part is a hard part right there. And that's a fantastic question because everything has this, remember, unintended side effects, right? Mm-hmm. I'm greatly giving them advantage because they they're they're woke. I mean, when kids are so woke, you know, a bunch of bean pie eating kids, you know, with bow ties and stuff. They they not, but you get the point. But that's cool, dude. They like that in the same place. At the same time, they got a bunch of online friends playing the game, and they pretty cordial outside. So I got that going on. At the same time, they're not tough like me. I got to put that in them. So when they get frustrated on Fortnite because somebody done killed them, or they, it's telling you, I'll, I'll, most of the stories of my house happen on Fortnite. I'm telling you, when they get double teamed, they get they get pissed off, and I'm like, buddy, you know, because I call both my boys buddy, and Aiden is the oldest. Like, man, stay calm because you're not gonna win. They pissing you off on purpose. And I talk to them just like this here because they know once you get mad, you're gonna lose, and I gotta put the hood in me 
in them. And I don't do such a good job doing that. You know what I'm saying? Because, because my whole point was to get out the hood and protect them from it. But now in order for them to be, to have some muscles and toughen up, I got to now put the hood in them with, you know, cause by hood, I mean wokeness, right? You know, I got to put that in them, be tough. Don't let them see you sweat. Don't let them do this. And that's a real struggle, man. It really is. Cause as a father, I want to protect them. But at the same time, I got to punch them in the mouth so they can, they can know that having a busted lip ain't the end of the world. And, and that's, that's hard, man. Mm. That's hard. It is. Yeah. yeah. Well, my second question was, um, <laughs> man, you don't come up to most people as a millionaire, right? Yeah. Quote unquote. Like people see millionaires and like, oh, fancy car chains and all yeah, that jewelry yeah, yeah. and all that. Go ahead. How, how, man? Like how, 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 how do you manage to humble yourself? You know, how do you manage to say, yo, okay, I want a Tesla, but. I'm not about to drive this racks for that. Yeah, no, I'm not. You know I mean? I'm, I'm not about to do yeah. that. Like, how do you stay humble? You got it's two things here. You got to first understand the number one rule of economics that I have to want what you're selling more than I want my money. That's the number one rule of economics. If you're selling it, I have to say that the perceived value of what you're selling is more than the money that I know is valuable. Understanding that, it won't control me no more. Right, cause, but it's consumerism. I'm not enough to just let you consume me and to buy whatever you want to buy. Now, understanding that, I live by one rule and one rule only. Make sure that you have no debt other people are not paying for. When I acquire debt, somebody else is paying for that. That keeps me from buying that Tesla because the, the operative thing is me buying. That means my money is going to this Tesla. I'm not going to do that. I now have to say, what can I do to create an asset to buy that Tesla? That's someone else's money. So I don't do stupid stuff like buy that $800 jacket all the time, right? Unless I create, like, how much money can I make for being on Stuck in the Middle? How you do that is I promote the shit out of Stuck in the Middle podcast, right? Just promote it. And then blow y'all up. And people say, who the hell is that guy? I'm glad you asked. Follow the website over here. And then create an opportunity for people to buy for me and then I use their money to then buy that apartment complex I keep buying. Are you not in the thing? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I think I think we hit that goal pretty hard. <laughs> Would you agree, bro? Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. Man, all good things got to come to an end, bro. Yeah, yeah, same, I think same. I think you give you give out enough. Uh, you know, so the book is if you want more, please so happy and grateful the universal laws of happiness and you uh the author the forward is by les brown and the author is antonio brown smith jr our guest is talking with the podcast yeah. today appreciate you coming through bro i appreciate you man where appreciate can people you. cop the book though and how can people follow your amazon. movements all your stuff yeah appreciate you you can yeah. cop the book on amazon or anywhere the books are sold it's in a lot of stores too but i don't know where but if you just google antonio t smith jr or just go to amazon and put in out of my name or the book name it'll pop up at the top and follow me I guess the best way is just hit me up on Facebook or Google me, Antonio T. Smith Jr. Wherever you hit me at, since I'm a master of sales funnels, you're not, you're not getting rid of me. So find me, and then you're going to keep finding me as long as you live because I'm going to make sure that until you just say, 
Google make him stop. <laughs> hey, man, appreciate you coming through, man. Bro. I appreciate y'all, man. I appreciate y'all. I was looking forward to being on this podcast. Yeah, Definitely. thank you for coming all the way from Texas, Texas man, man, and bringing that fitting. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's hey, it. listen, if you enjoy this, hit that subscribe button. We got, hit that subscribe yeah, button. Yeah, yeah. We got, we, got, we got more coming like this uh, throughout the year and beyond. Uh, this podcast has been sponsored by Perfect Office Solutions to provide office space for entrepreneurs in the DMV area. If you want office space and get out your, your, your closet, get out your living room, be professional, hit them up, let them know we sent you. Use promo code SITM Podcast. You get 10% off your monthly lease. That's a dope deal. Take it. AK. Yes, sir. You good? Man, I'm straight, man. I'm still processing. Know, man, that's why we let got these cameras go off, man. I got a poem <laughs> to pick. With you, man. Tony, man. Hey, man, listen, this is Stuck in Real Podcast. And we out. <laughs>
repeating the same mistakes. And so I'm hoping subconsciously that as you repeat the same mistakes, that is, is mostly about ascending from those mistakes. So I'm hoping the words, the music, the melody, everything helps you ascend to where you're supposed to be, which is where you've always agreed your life to be before you got here. I love you. This is the secret to success law of attraction. Really, really know that this will be a blessing, a lifesaver to many people. Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can't plan better, you can dominate. When the pandemic began, I had the biggest problem in the world not making money. The pandemic was actually quite a blessing for me as. It almost made me a billionaire. I came really close. So the pandemic was a blessing. It was hiring people. And get this, everybody. I had 48 job positions open during the pandemic. $22 an hour with paid training. And I could not find a single person for two years to fit any of those 48 job positions. Hear me well. 48 job positions. $22 an hour. Paid training. And I couldn't find someone, not one person, for those job positions. Now, is it because I hire slowly? True. But it's because I wasn't using ZipRecruiter. And that's a fact. I wasn't getting to the right people for the right position to fit my right culture. And there are so many different things that you can do this summer. As a matter of fact, you can free up as much time as you want to. But if you're not using ZipRecruiter, you're probably not going to free up that time if you're attempting to hire people. So what is ZipRecruiter? What is probably the greatest job finder that's out there and that's why you need zip recruiter you need it so you can find the right candidates now it's not that zip recruiter helps you find jobs it's more accurately that zip recruiter takes your culture takes your job takes what you're looking for and immediately matches them with the perfect candidate and if the if it's if they can't find a perfect candidate, they will skip over that person and then give you the perfect candidate for you. ZipRecruiter uses one of its most powerful tools, which is the technology itself, to match the right candidates up with your job. You can easily review uh, their recommendations and easily review their recommended candidates and invite these candidates to apply for your top positions. Additionally, ZipRecruiter has a complete suite of tools that makes it easy for you to filter out, uh, review, and rate candidates. Four out of five employees uh, have been used by four out of five employers on ZipRecruiter. It is a blessing. And no wonder ZipRecruiter is rated number one 
hiring site in the world based on G2 satisfaction ratings as of this year, January 1st. My friends, soak up everything I said. It's not an ad. This is a personal testimony of how I found the right people to sit in the right seat on the right bus. Without ZipRecruiter, it wouldn't have been possible. So how do you take advantage of what I'm talking about? Well, you go to ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B. All spelled the regular way. That's Zip, Z-I-P, Recruiter, R-E-C-R-U-I-T-E-R. ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B. And I promise you, you will be grateful that you did so. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B. It's also in the show notes.